What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, a place where black men freely speak their minds. I'm Caesar Walker. And I am Ronnie Gatry. And listen, anytime when you provide a safe space, quote unquote, for people to speak their minds, you're going to tick people off. You're going to get feedback. You're going to provoke and spark conversation. And so we want to welcome that conversation. Go on to social media and comment, interact with us. We actually have social media now. Gatry, take it away and tell them where you can find us. So um, I, I, pref- I prefer you to start with Instagram. You can find us at The Tipping Point. That's T-H-A. But um, if you're in the Twitterverse, like uh, my esteemed co-host is. No, I'm so not. <laughs> you are. You're, you're, the local, you're the local representative for Black Twitter. You okay. are. Okay. You're not going to deny this. Not not in front of our listeners. Okay. What you do well, off air is on I you. will let them know that I'm not good at it, but well, sure. Okay. You support black Twitter. By default, I'm that person? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hit us on Twitter as well, at the tipping point, T-H-A. Um, also, as you're, as you're perusing through our uh, social on Instagram and Twitter, hit our link to Spotify and give a listen. Um, you, you're probably listening on one of those mediums now, but you know, if you're, if you're not, or if you want to kind of help us out, you know, just mention Spotify, the tipping point, we're there, we're the podcast there. And, um, yeah, that's it. Word. And that's all of our announcements. Um, let's start the show. <laughs> okay. Gat, how are you, bro? Man, I am on 10. <laughs> and you have been since, what, Friday night? I think it was about Friday night. Friday night? Yeah. Okay. What's, what's good? Dude, everything, man. Um, I got some time with Mayor Woodfin today. Shout okay. out to Birmingham, Alabama. Shout That's my to, guy. Shout out to Mayor Woodfin. He's a listener of the podcast. <laughs> Couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't wait. I thought when we cleared it, I'm sharing it. You don't even know if he likes it. Who cares? I heard that myth. He listens. He listens. He listens. That's where we have to start, Walker. What's good with that? But nah, man. Um, got to got to got to speak with him today. Spent some time with him. Uh, worship with him as well, which is good. Um, but yeah, that that's about it, man. Um, got some family time in yesterday. It was great. My, you know, you know, my boy. Nah. My oldest son. There you go. I got to shed that walker. I got to do better. Uh, no, my my oldest son is playing baseball now, so uh, the rain held off. So uh, he had his first game yesterday, which I was more excited about than he was. But you is know, your son but, an athlete? Are you really starting to see the athleticism in him? You know, I don't think he is. You don't think he is? I honestly don't. I you don't. said he did well for the first, and this is his first game. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty major. I think so, but athlete. No, my wife think? thinks he is, but I mean, what else is mom supposed to say? Well, my thing is, what makes you think he's not? I don't know, dude. I've like, seen... he does what he did well in basketball. Yeah. He did good in baseball. Like, this is a completely different sport. Well, good. Different mechanics. Good and great are two different terms. Am I going to, am I LeVar Ball? I think so. Without the bravado. But. So you can't be LeVar Ball. But my point is, is that. <laughs> I feel like he likes I, sports. I feel like you are very. You're. I don't know if you're. Y'all don't even know if you're objective towards your son because he's your son, right? And it's like I just don't want to. And this could be my downfall here. But I just don't want to pub him up, man. You know, you could. He needs to hear it. He, he and and and, and I you tell that. him. Yeah, you tell yeah. it to him. I even tell him that in basketball. Well, yeah. It's just. It's just. I've. Case in point. Okay. Friday night, Walker. You called me. 
while we were at the YMCA. We were there for two. We, we don't stay at the YMCA any less than two hours, okay. right? And every time I take my son there for him to practice or whatever, he does something I've never seen him do before. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I mean... Well, it, this is basketball. I'm sorry. I didn't. I need to specify the sport. We weren't practicing baseball at the YMCA, um, but I'm just like when it comes over to basketball. I guess my standards are higher because we spend so much time at the YMCA. I've seen you do things, and then when you get in the game and you act like you can't make a shot on a goal that's lower than you normally shoot on, I have a problem with that. Okay. Yeah. It's just, and, and I'm not. I'm not going to share that with him. But it's just like it. It makes it harder for me to to shower him. With all these, all the, you know, you're an athlete, you're this, you're that. Oh my goodness, you're gonna be the next whatever. No, dude. Oh, I'm not saying you got to do that. I'm what, just saying, what do I need to do, Walker? I'm just saying, is he an athlete? Do you feel like he's an athlete? I think you have an athlete. Is what I'm saying. I think you have an athlete on your hands. The fact that he enjoys playing basketball, he's willing to to play and try other sports, even if he doesn't like them. Like I, I think you got a little athlete. Okay. From talking to other people, if he was playing golf, I would I would effortlessly proclaim, yeah, he's yeah, he's an athlete. athlete. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this has to do with the fact that he's not living up to your if we want to be standards of what an athlete looks like. (laughs) Let's be honest, golfers are athletes. Have I ever told you trash? (laughs) (laughs) Goodness, this marks the first time today you have. You're you're a little behind. I used to hear it around eight or nine a.m. Your wake up call. Good morning, trash. Is it trash day? No, Walker. Yeah, it is. Because I'm talking to trash. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Trash Tuesdays. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's up with me. Dude, I never ask. What's good with you, Walker? I was getting ready to clown you I for that. I never asked that. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> to the listeners, I'm doing great. No, I'm actually feeling optimistic, bro. You okay. know... Sometimes I realize just how much I take life for granted. And just at work like this week, man, I was in a break room warming up my my uh, my breakfast, something okay. to eat. And the lady who works in the area, who keeps the area, you know, everything stocked or whatever. I'm asking her, how are you doing? And, you know, how, you know, how are you doing today? And she was like, I am happy to be here. And that's wow. a comment I usually do not hear when I'm at work. Most people are like, eh, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Or give sarcastic answers like, oh, I'm living a dream. <laughs> Another day in paradise. There you go. <laughs> right? So she says, I'm happy to be here. I'm like, really? You know, even I don't say that. And she she brought things into perspective for me, bro. She was like, you know, when you've had a stroke or when you've had a heart attack, you're happy to be anywhere. Oh, wow. At this point. And it just made me kind of think about, you know, how much, how little I take life for granted. I'm sorry, Walker. Perspective is calling me right now. Let me Absolutely. see what he wants. Absolutely. It called me earlier when it called me when she said that, right? Wow. So it just made me realize, you know, I could be, I could not want to be at work, but I'm thankful. I should be thankful that I have an opportunity to get up, be in good health and work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it just makes me appreciate every day that I'm alive and to make the most of it. Dude, that's an amazing share get on right my there. soapbox. But I'm just saying, like, that happened this past week. I that's was like, not I'm a definitely, that's a blessing. It is a blessing. It is definitely a blessing. And I'm and I was like, I gotta share that on the podcast. But I'm good, bro. Wow. I'm I feel good. I feel like out of all these episodes we recorded, I think that I actually think this is number 30 total, not not you know available to the public. Right. But um I, I feel like I've only asked you that question twice, today being the second time. Aren't you glad you asked today? I am. All right. Walker, I'm trash. Well, you 
know. Have you ever talked to trash before? Well, you know. <laughs> um, yes, I have. <laughs> to answer your question. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but no, um, week's been good. Looking forward to the next week, man. Weekend has been very relaxing. Nice, man. Yeah, very relaxing. Really, I'm not going to get into all that. You but look relaxed. I am. Okay. I am. I'm very relaxed. Because I'm not on 10. That's why. <laughs> Walker, I need you on like seven. Seven? Where am I now? I feel like you're on like four. I'm chill. I'm just chill. Okay. And I and I think that's a yin and yang. You're on ten. I'm chill. I think we're I'm, we're mostly that way anyway. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah okay. So I balance you out. All it's right, it's cool. the balance. So while you're on ten, let's talk about this past week and what have everyone else on ten. All right. Um, Gail King, as everybody knows, did a um, rather compelling interview with one of your favorites, Robert Kelly. <laughs> you're a legend. <laughs> Is this your king? Is this your king? I watched that yesterday, by the okay. way. Is this your king? You really watched BP again? Yeah. You ran it back? Yeah. For the culture? One time. Okay. Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. No, is this your king, though? Is this, is this, is this the king of R&B? Okay. Is so let, let, let's settle one thing. And I, oh, and I told boy. you this once before, Walker, and I don't oh. mind running it back, as you black people say. Um <laughs> Bobby Brown will always be the king of R&B. Okay. Okay? Sure. I don't care what Kelly does. I don't care, I don't care what um, Usher does. You know I ride hard for Usher. Okay. It's Bobby Brown's throne. No one else's. Not Jacquees. <laughs> I don't know about you. Jacquees has been making a push lately. At any rate. Um, <laughs> so most of, most of our listeners... <laughs> Have been exposed to, to certain parts of this interview, right? Uh, and I didn't realize this till recently, but on Friday night was the extended version of the interview because they 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 end up recording oh. for um, what Gail King says was a little over eighty minutes. Okay, so the CBS this morning piece that ran whatever morning this past did week, you, you watched it all? Yeah, I did. Okay, that that, that segment was probably like fifteen minutes. It's like 14 to be exact. Okay. I, gotcha. I, I consumed all that. And I gotcha. consumed it again with my wife on my side. Um, <clears throat> but I did not catch that 80-minute piece. But, of course, since I'm so connected. <laughs> <laughs> no, I caught, I caught a lot of steam and a lot of smoke from the 80-minute. And I caught some sound bites from it, right? Okay. And one of, one of the things <laughs> that I thought was still, it was even funny reading uh, Gail King presents uh, one of the accusations of Robert Kelly hog tying somebody, right? Of which R. Kelly gets offended and says, "What? What is hog tie? How? How? What? How would I even begin to know how to hog tie somebody?" And apparently, and essentially goes Gail, on. Gail, I need you to use your common sense here, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> but goes on a little uh, uh, another minor tirade about hog tying. And you know, questioning, do you really think hog tying is something that I would I being R. Kelly would would do, would subscribe to? And the look on her face was like Right. Yes. But it's just it's just how he dissected that one hog tie element. Just the quotes from that had me rolling. But anyway, um let, let, let's get back. Um so the interview was entertaining to say the least. Absolutely. R. Kelly was This is the gift that keeps on giving. It is, but the, the thing I like about it, Walker, is we finally get to hear his side of the story, or at least his emotions tied to these stories, right? Sure. sure. Um, he he he. Uh, what word am I looking for here? 
He says he's never had sex with, you know, anybody under the age of 17. He says these women being legal before he, you know, does have sex with them is important to him. Um, Blasey. And then, of course, the, you know, he's fighting for his life. Yada, yada, yada. We've all heard it. Let me let me get you to let me get. Let me, you, I know you want to go, Walker. I'm just going to ask you some questions. I'm on. I'll let you go. No, give me your questions. We're going to do this the right way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think R. Kelly did that interview now? That is a really you. You thought long and hard about that question. Yeah, it's really good. I I don't know if I can answer that because okay. he's had he's had plenty of time to do something. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. My, my, I'll give you my knee jerk. I, I think he can see the beginning of the end, and I think he was a little delayed in seeing that. And mm-hmm. so now he's got to take action. Like, you know, you, you know, no, I'm not going to use that analogy. <laughs> but but let, let's use basketball, right? And, and I saw this in the game that uh, I went to yesterday. Okay. Um, it was like two minutes left. This team was down by like 14 at the time. So at this point, you trash your offense and everything you do is going to be three point oriented. Right. Because right. the threes will get you closer to, you know, lower percentage shot. But you're still going to shoot them because just in case, you know, that may it. Yeah. R. Kelly's shooting threes right now. Right. Okay. The game's decided. Essentially, or, or in football, he's trashed a running game. He's just throwing. Yeah, it. we're airing it out. Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. I think that's what R. Kelly's doing. Okay, I hope that answers your question adequately. Uh, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. Uh, question I, number two. No, that's that's really my biggest question there. My, my biggest like, what 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 was his goal? Hold on, Walker. Again, we're gonna do this the right way. Why don't you answer the question? Let's hear your side of it. This is this isn't about me. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I'm a part <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> Goodness. I'm so honored. Anyway, sometimes I feel like I was just listening. Anyway, um, I just feel like I just I feel like R. Kelly was never, in terms of PR, never been his strength. Okay. So I don't know if this is just because even even in the interview, I, I think the objective to me was get. If if possible, let's try to humanize this guy. Okay, or you know what I mean? Because like, I think at this point, because he's been silent and because of the docu series that aired, it kind of made him become this. It dehumanized him in the sense to where he's now perceived to be monstrous and predatorial, right? Right. So if we can at least bring a human element and and allow people to see the human side of it. In other words, get a little sympathy because I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my, you know what I mean? All that type End of quote. stuff. <laughs> right? So I, I felt like it, it was, I felt like it was an attempt to at least speak his mind, of course, and try to, yeah, okay, he's a this, black is man. Human, this is a human being here. You mm. know what I mean? And you so didn't let's get my plug. Yes, I got that. He wants to speak. He should have he come to us. We've got the outlet, we got the platform. <laughs> That's a that and that's a that's a that's a uh, what's that I want to say that's an advertisement to anyone who wants to get their word out right <laughs> right because everyone's listening. you want everyone to hear it I mean come here Gail <laughs> King who is she <laughs> go ahead Walker Absolutely. I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> anyway but yeah that's just what I think about it that's what I think 
Okay, and well, and Walker, I'm just gonna jump in because I know I know what you want me to share. That you, I don't know. I don't yes, know where you, you going. Do. No, I don't. We talked about this. You're making Jackson about this. Assumptions. We've done everything but Facebook message about this. What are you talking about, Walker? What? Yes, I still stand behind R. Kelly. Why? Because while while he while he did get indicted. Those charges, which I didn't realize until this week, those charges for about child or back uh, what is it called? child support payments or whatever, right? I think so. Okay, so I, I don't, so. I don't condone, I don't condone that at all personally. But my th- my thing is Walker, R. Kelly, in the capacity that I know him, is as an entertainer, nothing more, nothing less. Okay, and. I got an opportunity to hear D.L. Hughley speak twice this week. Once on Sway in the Morning. And the second I haven't time. seen the Sway in the Morning, but I did see the, okay. the second one. You, you, you consume Sway in the Morning in some capacity? Some capacity. Okay, cool. I don't think there's been a recording where I haven't shouted them out. You haven't. I mean, it's been a while, but you normally do shout them out. Okay, I love that. I love that show. Anyway, um, D.L. Hughley and myself still listen to R. Kelly's music. Okay. Um, without fault, without any self judgment or anything, mm-hmm. it's it's still entertaining music. Okay, now and and I've had a, I've had trouble with this. It's it's difficult for me to consume his music and then think and then reshape that and say, oh, he's talking about a twelve year old girl. Okay, it's hard for me to do that. Okay, because when I'm stepping in the name of love. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters if I'm stepping with a twelve-year-old. Okay, right. So it's just, it's just, it's just, just like, just like, and we're we're gonna get to this too because this is a two-part main topic. Just like you can freely endorse Michael Jackson without a shadow of a doubt, knowing that there's some smoke about, you know, what he could or could not have done. Okay. So, and I'm going to continue to listen to R. Kelly as long as the as long as Spotify still has it. I'm li- I'm going to listen to it. I don't know if I'm going to be as as intentional, but I'm still going to listen. Okay. <clears throat> and and here's the thing. For I did hear Dio Hughley's uh, interview on the Breakfast Club. Let's go, Walker. I can respect that position, but here's here's why I challenge you on. Here's why I think the mistake you're making, and you continue to make this mistake. We've talked about it off air, and now we're going to talk about it on air. Here's a mistake that I think you're making, is that when you say you stand with someone, that means you're standing with that person. In other words, not only are you continuing to listen to his music, but you also stand in defense of that person. I think that's a mistake you're making. D.L. Hughley technically isn't doing that. Dio Hughley on The Breakfast Club was saying that, let's be honest, Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, horrible babysitters. We would never drop our kids off for them to watch. So in, in, his, in his, his argument, he's saying, from a character standpoint, I'm not here to defend these people. And they probably are terrible, but I'm going to listen to their music. And when people question him as to why he chooses to listen to his music, and this is what I like about his response... If we can play the national anthem at every game, before every game, I should be able to listen to R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Because if you want to talk about what the anthem means versus what this country is doing to other people, then if we're going to ignore what this country is doing to other people, then I can ignore or I can separate 
Michael Jackson and R. Kelly's music from what they're doing in their private lives. And I think that's the approach you're taking. But when you say I stand with R. Kelly, I'm standing not only with his music, but I'm standing with him as a person. Okay. So let me ask you this. Speaking of standing with somebody and the national anthem, let's really tie these two together. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've seen people wear these I stand with cap shirts. Right. So let's just say hypothetically, if I were to, you know, place one of these shirts on my grizzly back, as you've heard me say on other episodes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wear this shirt to a sporting event and I stand for the national anthem. Am I still standing with Cap? Mm, I don't know. Because I can say, I, I feel like I have the right to say, and you would even agree with this, um, the reasons why Cap is, is, or reasons why he is kneeling, I agree with those reasons, mm-hmm. right? So I, can, I feel like I can easily say, Cap, you kneel. That's fine. Okay. I like the fact that you're kneeling. It doesn't mean that I'm going to kneel. Is that is that is that acceptable in the eyesight of Walker? Um I think with Cap kneeling, what are you I mean, what are you standing with him on? Here cuz well, my thing is are, again, are, again, do you care I, about, I repeat myself. Do you care Walker. about police? No, no, no. Are you arguing p- what police police violence against black people? Yeah. Cuz that's what Cap is talking about. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I, lo- I love the platform. I love what he's what he's trying to bring more attention to. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to agree with the way he's doing it. Okay. So if I'm standing for the national anthem, does that mean I'm suddenly against Cap? I don't think so necessarily. Okay. So let's bring this back to Kelly. Okay. So it's I, I feel like I have the same right with him to say, even if you are doing all these despicable acts... I can still listen to your music. I don't know. I, I'm so you. So I, in other words, I you need to I, clarify what you're saying when you say you stand with R. Kelly. No, no. Just just like I can say I stand with Cap, I shouldn't have to clarify it when I say I stand with R. Kelly. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. And here's how you're conflating the two. What R. Kelly is doing is criminal. What Cap is doing isn't. Depends on who you ask, sir. From a legal standpoint, what Cap is doing is not illegal. Okay. Well, now it doesn't depend. <laughs> Good point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so I see what you're trying to do in terms of those. But we're saying if there's evidence of this guy doing wrong, that's the if I was going to shine light on. He still hasn't been convicted of any of these things. Okay. So for you, your your point is this guy has to be convicted in order for you to what what has to happen you, for you, you to brought, publicly you brought the legal arena into this conversation, right? Right. So that means it has some wealth or value to you. Correct. Why can't it have the same wealth or value when it when it pertains to R. Kelly? I mean, that's your if that's your approach you want to take to it. That's fine, but yeah. you know that was that's him it. on that sex tape. You know, there's a there's a certificate of him being married to Aaliyah Walker. He was even asked about having sex with teenagers, and he thought the smart way to answer that question was to ask another <laughs> question and say, "By teenagers, what age are we talking?" Walker, listen to me, man. You bought the legal aspect into this. I did. Why don't you respect it with Kelly? He has not been legally convicted of any of these acts. So basically, this may change tomorrow. So here's my point: If you're going to go down that road, why are you mad at officers who get off because they're not legally convicted from shooting a black person when there's clear video evidence that they did so? Why are you upset then? Well, because I haven't seen the sex tape. <laughs> okay. 
And that's fine. Oh gosh, this keeps breaking. But but it's like your points, Walker. That's <laughs> like my points. <laughs> but my thing is, you know good and well this guy is not right. That's all I'm saying. You know he's not right. So my thing is if you're gonna say I stand with this guy, then that's fine if you want if you're meaning in terms of listening to his music. That's fine. You're not alone in that. No pun intended. There's, you're not alone well in your decision <laughs> to stand with R. Kelly in that regard. You're not alone, but don't. I feel like in order for you feel like to, to support R. Kelly, you almost you you blur the lines in terms of defending him. And I'm saying that's when you step your toe in the mud. Is that when you start saying, "Hey, I stand with this guy still." What are you standing with him for? Is it just the music? Because if it's just the music, you don't have to defend this guy's actions when he's not doing music. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So once I say that, then you're you're okay with it. That's your decision. That's your prerogative. But you just don't want me to shape it verbally to say, I stand with R. Kelly. I you want, want me to, to say, I stand with R. Kelly as an entertainer. Listen, guy, you're my friend. Yes. Okay? I care about Which you. Which is why I care I about want, your perception. I don't want you to get cursed out again from one of our listeners. <laughs> because you're... <laughs> all I'm saying. Well I care played. about you, guys. I don't want you to get cursed out because that person heard something you didn't say. I want you to be clear in what you're saying. Okay. Okay. That's Wal- all. Walker, I- I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask Gatry you. got this. cursed out, guys. Yes. Someone called Gatry up and let him have it. Said everything that I have wanted to say to him in the past about other things. Well, they let him They let him have it. Walker, li- listen, I'm going to ask this last question. We're going to move on, okay? Did you put him on mute and laugh while he cursed you out? Oh, I listened. Okay. <laughs> Again, I <laughs> as as we as we are put in a position. We talked about this off air, right? As we are put in a position to shape and promote this podcast, I don't care how you feel about me. I just want you to listen. <laughs> Spoken like a true troll. Spoken like a true troll. Goodness gracious! This is what this is what it's come to. Um, but no, th- just to put a bow on R. Kelly, I think that no, 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 no. I'll let you put a bow move, on. We gotta, We're gonna move on. I just had to ask you this question. Ask away, sir. You, you're supporter of the Breakfast Club, just like I am, right? Okay. So you know about this Offset and Cardi thing, right? What Offset Cardi thing? You know how Offset and Cardi had this thing. He was he he was unfaithful. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. With Offset's interview. I have yet to see that. Okay. Well, here, let me tell you what happened. Enlighten me. I'm not going to tell you everything. I'm just going to tell you this one part. Envy says, Offset, you know that we rode for you the whole time while all this media smoke was going on. We still had your back. You know that. And he charged him like, you know that, right? And Offset replies back, yeah, yeah, we know. That that really just drilled something into my psyche. So this man is out here doing foolishness while it's not illegal to cheat on your wife. Okay, I just had to put because I, I know it's not illegal. I, I know because I know you like the courtroom. Uh, <laughs> no, you like the courtroom. He, <laughs> he he was put out there. He cheated. He admitted to it. But even at that point, the Breakfast Club still had his back. Okay, nobody's out here with R. Kelly's back, and I I just have a problem with that. Okay, like, but you're okay with supporting a guy who cheated and admitted he cheated. And proclaiming that you support him on air, but you got a guy here who's been... Was the Breakfast Club supporting R. Kelly? No, everybody's throwing trash at R. Kelly. 
Every, R. Kelly's not getting any support. You don't know what's the difference between that? Because R. Kelly allegedly had affairs with underage women. Because underage said admitted his wrongdoing. Uh, get out of here, Walker. We can move on now. Oh, okay. There's nothing else to see here. All right. Fine. Fine. No, but it, it, I just felt like that was R. Kelly. Good point. Yeah. Okay. I felt like <laughs> I felt like R. I felt like R. Kelly. Um, I felt like that was just his attempt to just give his side of things, provide a human element. Like, hey guys, I am still a human being. This has been tough on me. This, then the third. Whether people care or not, there remains to be determined. It depends on who you ask, right? So I felt like that was that. But I just, I just always appreciate Black Twitter for. For taking, for taking that Thanksgiving turkey and making turkey sandwiches, uh, turkey salad, uh, just leftover turkey, just make some sides. But like they, they have a way of taking something and just making it incredible. The remixes to the interview, the auto-tuned <laughs> version of the interview. Once again, Black Twitter, I personally want to thank you for providing me and my wife so much laughter at night before we go to bed. And Black Twitter, I know you're listening. You heard it here first from your representative, your Alabama representative, Caesar Walker. <laughs> Absolutely. I just don't want you to get cursed out again. Reason why is because when you start talking about, and we're going to get into the whole Michael Jackson right at this point. Hopefully right we're, now. We're talking about things that are triggering to people. So when they hear you say, I stand with this person solely on the basis of... Solely on the basis of their music, you need to be specific as to what it is. Don't try to defend this person's actions because you like their music. And you feel like D.L. Hughley did that. I felt like he did a good job of, of saying that. Okay. Because he threw a joke at R. Kelly and everything. Like, he was just... He, so I all gotta, of that. I got to be humorous about no, it. No, no, no. I want you to listen to me. Just say what R, what's, what's been alleged and what we know to be true about R. Kelly is messed up, but... I am still I am still going to listen to the music as long as it's available on Spotify. I feel like we're throwing Spotify a lot of love. Well, yeah, we should. Because you can find us there <laughs> at Tipping Point Under Podcast. There you go. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> one another one of your guys. Walker, you have a lot of friends in the entertainment business. <laughs> I guess I'm just well connected, huh? <laughs> We haven't even started talking about Gunner yet. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Today, at least. So, so Walker, I we talked about this. Okay, I, I have not seen... Let's, okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you. I have not seen any of the Escaping ne- Neverland. Is that the name of it? Leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland documentary. Now, I, I have heard a lot of people talking about it. I haven't seen it either. Guys, I just... I don't have HBO. I don't plan on getting HBO... I'm cutting the cord with what I currently have right now. Gotcha. Um, We've been waiting for you, Walker. I know. I know. It's. I'm, I'm on you my way. You can do it. I'm on my way. You can I'm do on it. my way. I know it's tough. But I did see Oprah's interview. Oh. When she did the extended interview. Okay. And it just kind of broke down how those types of relationships get formed in the first place. Um, and I thought it was very... I thought it was very insightful. I thought it was very... Um, like they talked about the whole thing about grooming. Are you familiar with the term grooming? No. Grooming, I mean, grooming is what the name implies. In other words, you're you're nurturing this relationship that's built off of this false impression or sense of trust 
safety and security. Okay. Right? And so in that, and also this was someone who you idolize, right? Okay. So this is idolization of a person. There's a trust there. There's a security and a comfort there. And then there's this happy-go-lucky fun element to it that makes you lower your defenses from a parental standpoint and as well as a child. Of course, the child doesn't know any better. Right. And so they talked about how those factors played into those two individuals, Wade Robson, I can't think of the other guy's name. But uh, they also had other people in the crowd who had experienced similar types of situations with other people. Right. That makes sense. So yeah. they had they had people there to give their professional take, you know, psychologists and people like, but people who've also been in those two guys' shoes. So Oprah, Oprah did the interview to kind of... Um, Allow those guys to kind of elaborate more. She asked them certain questions or whatnot, and so I did see that. I didn't have. I've yet to see the documentary. So what I don't want to do is I. I'm willing to. I've heard the two guys. Um, I feel like we should hear them out. I feel like we should. Well, that's odd. Anyway, I feel like we should hear them out um, when we make these allegations. But I feel like this is a this is a weird one just because Mike's gone. So I'm curious. And I guess my question to you on this is, why do you think this came out now? And what do you think the objective was? Well, I'll answer the second part. The objective is always money. Okay, right. Even though we know as being mental health advocates, you and I. We know that there is a certain level of therapeutic benefit here. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter when you tell your story. Just the fact that you tell your story. Right. Right. We know, we're living in a day and age like that now. Right. Sure. So um, that that's my answer to the second part of the question. Why now? It's just, I guess the second part of that, my... It's, it's just the, the times we're in. We're, we're, we're in a era. social culture that, that feeds off this. Right. It's like, we don't care when, just give us the juice. Okay. You know, did, did he touch you? Okay. Here's a microphone and here's a camera. Go. And we, we, get, we, we feed off that. It's sickening, but we feed off that. I agree. It, I, I agree. I, I think support, that's what made it Walker, pop. It supports my age-old question. What is the statute of limitations if it even exists? Right? And it doesn't I, have to exist. I don't, I don't know. I, just I don't know how it's shaped. I, I don't know in terms of pedophilia if it ever exists. Okay. And I that's don't think fair. it does. I just need somebody to tell me. Okay. Because if it doesn't, then I don't okay. think it does. Right. And and I, and, I, and again, I don't make the rules to this. Of course you do, Walker. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I don't. But I think there's just certain things we've de- we've determined we kind of place as bigger sins over others. Yeah, and that yeah. that they're just some that will, will we will never allow you to just live on about live right. on with. You know, once it once it comes out after the fact, right? Murder is one. Uh, rape is one. Um, this is the other. pedophilia. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I'm saying. And being so a parent, I, I like, think the, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I think those. Are, I think those are your your. Unless you can think of another one, that is your trinity right there. Okay, I think. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I feel like there should be. Do let me ask you this: Do you think that? And I agree with you. So I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, I think you hate to say that, but it is money. 
It is about the attention because I, you have to look at who was used to tell this story. True. This is something that happens in a lot of neighborhoods, a lot of communities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not just with black people. It's with white people. It's with Christians. It's with non-Christian. It's with wealthy. It's with poor. It's with people of different social economic statuses, religions, gender, whatever. Sure. Right. Uh, I feel like to get the biggest attention of this, you have to use someone in the sphere of a Michael Jackson. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. If you use the neighborhood teacher down the street, you don't have a three-hour special. Right. Nobody nobody. No one cares, watch. right? Yeah. But if you're going to use the king of pop... You got you got eyes on it. Yeah, you got rating possibilities. And I'm not again. I'm not discrediting them. Right. It could be true or untrue. This is this is media gold, true. right? Yeah. So I, I feel like in order to to your point about the whole ratings and money grab and that whole like you you're, you're capitalizing by using something that's going to draw eyes to it. Okay. Even though it's a legitimate issue and something that we have to discuss. You're using this as a way to shed light to it, but you know it's going to pop because it's Michael Jackson. Ah. And Michael Jackson's not here to defend himself, so it's almost like, Let's eh. go at him. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, that's, yeah. That's I, so I, weak, but okay, whatever. And it's, it's, not, it's not weak if you can prove this stuff happened. I mean. You don't think they can prove it? it it'd be hard. I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there because I haven't heard I haven't heard the doc. Okay, I haven't heard the doc. I, I again it is. But you, but you know I'm sensitive to that because of the R. Kelly because situation. Because you're, you're your buddy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, what, what? All we've got is R. Kelly did this. R. Kelly did that. Now you can talk about the marriage certificate, fam. If you just if you want to ignore that, could be my guess. I'm not saying ignore it, but prove it. R. Kelly's here right now. It's proof. It's proof. Your sex tape. The marriage certificate. The marriage certificate. What else you got, Walker? That's is not that all you, Is that all if, you need? If that's not enough, then I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Back to MJ. Gotcha. Sorry. I, I was veering. Thank you, Walker. No, I mean, it, I, I really don't have much on MJ because it's just like, because that's what I don't want us to do. Okay. I don't want us to fall in the trap of taking sides if we haven't seen the documentary. People that I've listened to, people that I've listened to, and, and if there's no proof, if there's no hardcore evidence that, that, we, can, that we can derive on, because I, I see what you're going with, <laughs> there's a sex tape of R. Kelly. There's a sex tape of R. Kelly. There's a marriage certificate. He married Aaliyah. He wrote AJ number but a number for her. And that's enough to solid. No, we're not doing R. Kelly. We're, let, let, let's just let's leave R. Kelly where he is. I brought I, him up is because with hole. Michael Jackson, we have allegations. There's a documentary. You don't think we, that's enough? We know the docu, we know the allegations. We know that it's weird. You don't think that's enough? Question to do mark. what? To I what was gonna say doing? to bury Michael Jackson. Oh jeez! What are we? What are we trying? I guess my goal is almost ten years. As it pertains to Michael Jackson, what's the goal here? Are we? Are we going to do anything with Michael Jackson? My thing is go after this day because I mean, and I talked to my wife about this yesterday. Think think about it from the other people's mindset, right? Yeah. So it's like we've got a situation here to where we can shed some light on some things that may or may not have happened, right? Right. 
our hopes could be that, you know, the estate intercepts us before we go public with this and leaves a check on the table. Okay. Right. And I'm playing devil's advocate here, but these are some of the potential outcomes that could have that could have been on the minds of those yeah. that promoted this. Right. You know, so right. I, I don't agree with that, but um, what else? There, but it's money. Think about it, man. If, if that's the case, there's money there. If that doesn't happen, then there's money for whoever produced it on HBO. It's all about freaking money. I'm going to go on good faith here oh. in terms of the, the two. Nobody wants to the, hear this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to go. Goodness, you're trash. Have I told you that today? Have I told you that today? Anyway, I want to. I am hoping that if these guys are 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 genuine in the pain that they have felt, the trauma that they have felt, the issues that have transpired in their life as a result of what they alleged happened when they were children. My prayer, my hope and prayer for these two guys is that they're able to find some type of peace in terms of speaking their truth. Um, I'm pretty sure they've got an, and I'm pretty sure even with the outpour of support, they've had an outpour of vitriol about oh, from Mike sure. fans as well. Sure. So well played. my whole thing is that they hope they're able to find peace from this and go on to live productive lives. You know what I mean? That's my hope and prayer for those two individuals. Okay. Um, I, I that that I th- I feel like I can say. I don't know what to make of the whole Mike situation. Me neither. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? So I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Um, I would like to revisit this. Should we see the documentary? Um, but it's not much to say. I, I think the biggest thing I wanted to ask you was was about the subject of cancel culture, because you have people who are. Tr- Calling themselves canceling Michael Jackson right. and, and what it's impossible, but I think it is. Yeah, I think it is in this case. Um, and I think that's why another reason why I haven't made up my mind about Michael Jackson is because he's very powerful. Oh yeah, very powerful individual. Oh, yeah. And oftentimes this happens with people who are very powerful. Right. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, what what is cancel culture? Like, what? Because I think that's one of the things you and I fundamentally disagree. This is going to be good, Walker. You and I fundamentally disagree on this. Yes. Um, what is your definition? My my definition, and I'm just going to put it in my own words. Um, and if if you're a person of power, you know, what, from whichever medium you get this power. You are essentially, in the public eye, expected to be perfect. Okay. Right? Okay. Any slight imperfection to your image, get rid of him. He's out. Okay. He's done. Okay. That is cancel culture in a nutshell for me. Okay. Um, your definition is close to mine. Okay. Um, I, we, live in a, we live in this day and age now with the Me Too movement. Sure. Where we're bringing to light... A lot of things that from a societal standpoint have been largely ignored, causing women to suffer in silence. Right. Right. So now because there is this outpouring of support, which there should be for women to come forward for fear that they won't be believed as they didn't in the past when these situations would occur. There's this thing to where we believe those who come forth with allegations. Sure. We don't need proof. We believe and support this person. Right. Right. So what has happened is that 
the whole notion of innocent until proven guilty is really not a reality anymore. No. In a court of public opinion, you're judge, jury, and executioner. So if an allegation comes forth, you're guilty. Okay. You're guilty. Get rid of them. Sure. To me, that I, that's cancel culture in my in my opinion. So. Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to Michael Jackson. You can see how a lot of people would feel. And, and I heard there was one radio station. My homeboy sent me a text. Uh, there was some someone who, who, you know, some radio outlet. They're discontinuing playing Michael Jackson records. Oh, goodness. Out of respect, not so, only Somebody's got to jump ship first. Why not these guys? So out of respect for... Let's see if I can find it. I can find it. This is unbelievable, man. I uh, see if I can find it. Did you have any anything? Oh, okay. Here, here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> Fix Radio. Fix Radio UK. After and here's their, here's their tweet. After watching Leaving Neverland, Neverland, we have banned Michael Jackson from our radio stations. This is out of respect, not only f- f- for not only his victims, but all victims of sexual abuse. Right? So now with and for people who have watched it. They feel what I've what I've seen is a lot of sympathy for the two people. I've heard people who have also have felt sympathy for like maybe one of the people because I think one of the people in the documentary, some of the people felt like they were not something's a little shaky with them. Okay, one of the people that I don't know if it was Wade, I don't remember if it was the other guy or what. I haven't seen it, so I can't really speak to it. A lot of people was like, I don't see, and for people, and this is the Joe Budden podcast, by the way. They were saying that hey. Uh, we was ready to get Mike up out of here. Like, if if it if they had some if they had some 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 hard evidence, some something serious, we was ready. To, we was ready to get Mike up out of here. But that was like we don't see it. Like we don't see anything that really nails him, right? So to speak. So it's like we can't really take the action that we probably did against our Kelly because of what we just didn't see it, right? We haven't seen anything. Even if you can't take the guy to court anymore, there's nothing because you can feel like you have a strong case when you there's evidence provided. Sure. The person is still a free person, but you feel good about what you have to prove the allegation against said person. Okay. They didn't feel like he had they those two individuals had that. So they don't feel like canceling. But you have people who like, hey, we believe these two people. Why would they lie about this? The whole nine. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and so for yeah. me, I, I have a problem with that, and which is why I tend to look at things on a case-by-case basis. I think in your opinion, I think in your approach, Gat, I feel like you're looking, when it comes to these allegations, your approach is, these are so serious, let's take it to the court of law. Yeah. Give me something. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I'm giving, you, I'm giving you physical, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You you so so this is so serious. You kind of validated that. Your words have validated that sentiment. I feel like there's enough evidence to hang R. Kelly. Well, and you are entitled to feel how you want to feel, Walker. There's you enough are. evidence there, which makes me feel this dude did something trifling. Okay. But I'm, you I'm feel not, different. I'm not getting there until the judge hits the gavel. Okay. And points at R. Kelly and says. Whatever. You're guilty. Yeah. Okay. Until then, yeah. 
Fair enough. I and mean, I think we just put a bow on it all. Okay. I want to leave you with this one. Well, no. No. We put a bow on Michael Jackson R. Kelly. Can we get can we get the cancel culture a little bit? I was gonna ask you a question about Go. I was gonna ask you a question. <laughs> I need to learn to shut when up. When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to the court of law. When it comes to the court of law and how that, because of the severity of the said accusation, you need to see the judge ruling on it, right? Mm-hmm. How can you be that upset with law enforcement when they get off for what they do to us? It flips when it, you see those. It, those it does. It does. Absolutely. And if I, you don't have an answer, I do think not. About it. That's a re- that's a it. really good question because you know there's there's way too much nuance to take that approach to it. Guys. That's true. There's way too much nuance. You've been thinking about this for a while, haven't you? Ten steps ahead, fam. <laughs> just just think about that. You ain't got to have an answer. We got to move on. We got a lot of stuff to tackle. Did you have something else about cancel culture? No, not after that. Okay. All right. Um, let's move on. Okay. To the lightning round. We sure. got some good stuff for the lightning round. I'm excited about the lightning round. Yeah, now you're on 10. <laughs> Walker, listen to me, man. I need you to feel this. I, do, I really do not like you. <laughs> like, I don't. Why? I, I don't know. But I just don't. I just agree to record with you every now and then. You want to know why? Why? Just say it. Just say it. You can say it. Because you just killed me. You killed me week in and week out. How do you love somebody that kills you? <laughs> Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? This has been my question for the past 20 episodes. It's you, Walker. You feed off of this. Dude. <laughs> Maybe. But I'm just saying. That's all I need. Let's go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Can I, can I do it? Go for it. You have now entered the lightning round. <laughs> we're low budget so this is what you're gonna get never despise a day of small beginnings so who walker i'm gonna kick us off go for it all right we're gonna gonna start off with he's not my homie yet but he's getting really close okay andrew yang okay all right you 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 know of him introduce i know okay i don't know if our listeners know okay and i'm gonna give i'm gonna introduce him at least in the capacity that i've been consuming his material okay right so he's he's a, he seems to be an Asian American guy. Sure, obviously last name G- gotta be that was stereotypical. To be able to run, forgive me. Um, he's he's running for president twenty twenty. Yes, he's got entrepreneur. Entre- he's an entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you. This is part of stuff in, I don't know in the tech world. Okay. Yes. Um, I didn't know that before we recorded. Yeah. So um, I I want to put my onus on his candidacy for president. Okay. All right, I'm just gonna be honest. This guy has no chance because I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. <laughs> I mean, we know that. Go, go, okay. Yeah, keep going because um, this is lightning round, so right. we gotta keep going. He has no chance, um, but he, a lot of his thoughts are compelling. One of which I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of use as our lightning round topic for Andrew Yang. It's, okay, go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. Go ahead. So, and I'm gonna butcher what what he what he calls it, but it is it's essentially a program that he's lobbying for. To where each Amer- American citizen gets a thousand dollars a month from the government. Now that number may may not be exactly a thousand, but some some it's some degree that you're getting you're getting money every month. The term is universal basic income. Yes, yes. So it's 
I, I received that as welfare for all or a modified version of welfare. Um, I think this is compelling. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I agree with his, his, his viewpoint on how this could help the society, our society in general. But if anything, I applaud him for thinking outside of the box and coming up with a technique or, or a concept that's going to really, really shape the way the voters approach this next election and get them to ask the right questions. Okay. It's, uh, it, you're on, Walker. I'm on? Okay. So <laughs> I just didn't know if it was my cue. You're, you're so he, generous. He is a breath of fresh air okay. in terms of candidates that I've listened to so far. Yeah. He <laughs> is such... I am so serious. You are, but it's just... It, nothing. What? You're going at Kamala, and I don't want you to do that. I'm going at everyone who's announced they're running. Continue on, Walker. Bernie, Kamala, all of them. I'm going at all of them. This guy's a breath of fresh air because I am hearing solutions. Like, I'm hearing solutions. And it's almost like, I put it this way. I, I listened to his Breakfast Club interview last night, right? And so my wife is listening. She's on her phone, but she's listening. Right after that interview ended, my wife was like, I pray this guy doesn't get assassinated in, in Jesus' name. Because my wife was like, this guy, people with ideas like this either don't get elected, number one, or number two, they are a threat to the status quo. Mm-hmm. You're talking about putting a thousand, tw- you're talking about giving each American citizen $12,000 a year yes. non taxable. Whose pockets get empty because of that? Not ours. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like who 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 suffers because of that? It's non-taxable, but they're gonna get it out of us. Any they're gonna get it. But I'm saying, who just suffers? Want to answer your question. Who suffers that? Oh, the, someone's there's the, there are the, people the one percent <laughs> right. Okay. So of course, of course, he's gonna be. I mean, he and you got to think about the political games. Like he's he's pure untainted candidate. You can question whether or not it's gonna work or whether you agree, but he's a pure just. He's not he's not been politicized like someone else we know. Yes, sure. But I I feel like it's almost going to take for a president it's almost going to take an entrepreneur person. Now you can argue that Trump's an entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah. But my That's thing not is an argument, actually. when you're talking about an entrepreneur the spirit of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs basically they they see a problem they come up with a solution mm. and they monetize it. Yes. Right? He sees a problem, he comes up with a solution, and he's politicizing it by running for president. Here's really? what I'm gonna do. We're gonna play into capitalism because when we give people the extra thousand dollars, what are they what what are they gonna do with it? By Jordan. Probably gonna go buy Jordans, <laughs> which means you have basically you're 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 putting money into the your the economy. That helps the economy, number one. But if your people like yourself and myself get, I know at the end of the month, I have extra $1,000. That means that now I can now really, because usually the fear, the fear is that, the fear is that if I quit my job and pursue my dream, right? I don't have no money coming in. But if I know I got $1,000, 
at least to work with, I can wing it. And who knows? I can I can perhaps accomplish my dream, my goal, my business, this, that and the third. Right. Right. So that's why I, I, I like the idea. Whether it works remains to be seen. No, he's not going to get elected. But it's a it's a thought. It's a it was such a good idea to where I'm like, wow, Walker, you I like you. <laughs> I'm bipolar. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> like is this the same guy. <laughs> but think about this. This is what I love about this is what I love about what you just drew out. So Trump comes in, right? He's got a concept. He's got his own thoughts of his solution to a problem and what is it build a wall build a wall yeah yang has a concept his own thoughts of what can solve a problem get in the bag yeah 2020 dude i'm gonna ask you this okay is this shaping the future of the american president because because and before before you do that we're, we're living in a world now that's the entrepreneurial spirit is just like you know, it's it's growing like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Is this is this going to be the main job requirement for our presidents of the future? I don't know. And, but but, but, but I trendy, like but right? I like I like I like where I like how we're start. In other words, I'm not giving you lip service anymore. Right. I'm giving you a real sol. I'm giving you an actual solution. You to tell me if you want to buy. Who's not going to buy into getting a thousand dollars a month? Thank it doesn't you. matter if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, Independent. I'm getting a thousand dollars. Holy crap! Um, you know what I mean, like that. And and what that could do is change how other politicians approach politics. There you go. Like I, I think it could be a game changer if it works. I agree. Now the only thing is that propaganda will get him out of the paint. Yeah, he's a socialist. He's this. He's that. They'll, they'll find ways. They're going to find ways. His to, message, absolutely. You know, absolutely. It, that's that's where a politicism comes in. That that I feel like that's why I say he's untainted. Yeah, is because. But, but he, I feel, I'm going to catch heat for this. But politicism, I feel like, is is being defeated slowly but surely. Okay, just because I think Donald Trump did a lot to to you know crush the soul of politicism. Okay. Right? Okay. Because he was so unorthodox. I mean, look, he went against the... Why do you think you co- get in trouble for that? Huh? Why do you think you get in trouble for that? Because uh, you, you people want to want to misconstrue my words and, you know, call me a Trump supporter. Continue. <laughs> but, but, yeah. You uh, are an R. Kelly supporter. That's almost <laughs> oh as bad in 2019. Whoa, that hurts, Walker. No. That's, that's what I was going <laughs> but that's for. What, yeah. Go for the kill shot. <laughs> but, yeah, um... I love I love the way you shaped that. I didn't see that coming, but man, thanks for that. Hey, I like this guy. I- I'm ready to hear more. Okay. So so as more comes out, I'm a, I'm gonna keep my eye on. Here's one candidate. You think we can get him on the podcast? Um, I'll I'll check with my people since I'm well connected. <laughs> um, what I will say about about him is that he doesn't have a plan for Black America. But his plan, his plan is Who so <laughs> too freaking Shay, right? <laughs> too facts. I hate to say that. But. Facts, facts, Gat. But here's my, but but my thing is, he didn't even try. He was like, "Listen, I'm giving people a thousand dollars a start, month. Let's start." And I'm here. like, you know what? That's something tangible. Yeah, that's something that I can. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of something that's obscure, like. We're going to create jobs. 
I may not ever see that job, but when I say I'm going to give everyone a thousand dollars, that perks up. I, that perk, I perk up after that. Like, oh, really? Tell me more. I do. So, really? you know anyway. what that does to my portfolio, Walker? What? Whoa! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. All right. So, um, we're we're I I've started this podcast, you know, with a generous heart. So, um, I, I kind of took the took the steering wheel with our first lightning round topic. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I'm a step. I'm a sitting in the passenger seat now. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> I'm going to let you bring the next topic to the table. I'm so stunned I don't have a topic because I never prepare for this. Well, that means our car just veered out of control then. No, I'm just kidding. We're always out of control. <laughs> You're well, always out of control. <laughs> <laughs> My now, emotions steer everything. So let's talk about LeBron. Let's talk about LeBron. Let's be very quick with him. Okay. Um, Did LeBron trash this season for the Lakers? Did he trash it? No. In fairness to LeBron, no. in no. fairness to LeBron and the Lakers, injuries really took his toll on that, that team. That's what, that's my whole point of why he didn't trash. So, it. do you feel that a lot of the talk, because you know, first take, the first takes, the undisputeds of this world, like they gotta give us something right. on a daily basis, right. right? So, in other words, you end up looking for storylines where they don't really exist. True. Right, because that's, that's, because yeah. I have to create. I got to give you content. I got to give you something. See, on the- seeing as we're kind of in that space, or we're you know we're in sure. the media space, we have the we have the pleasure of recording most times once a week. These guys have to do it day in and day out, so they got to reach. They got to reach. So is it a reach with all this? Like Stephen A. has been going on a tear, talking about all the problems on the front office and the team. This is Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, and he's talking about all his sources, right? Yeah, no, nobody buys that anymore. But anyway, answer your question. I don't think LeBron is to blame for that. It's not like he said, "All right, y'all, look, I'm gonna go mess my growing up tonight." Is he a, is he to blame for the whole AD situation? Which, by the way, I went to New Orleans. <sighs> You've got so many good questions. I went to New Orleans and was pissed off because they played the Lakers, yeah. and I was expecting to see Bron and AD. Yeah, guess who didn't who didn't suit up? AD. AD. He was there. All right. Did you just didn't play? Did you chuck the deuces at him or no? Nothing. No, no I was like, it. "Where's your uniform? <laughs> yeah. Why am I not seeing you on the floor? I'm not coming back." Well, when we when we have a lightning soon. round topic about about AD, I will um, leave my comments on him. But you so you, next, you have every right to be angry. Next basketball season, that's the next time we'll see him. Gotcha. Getting back to Bron, Bronny. So no, you don't think so? No, I think I think what they're glossing over is the injuries. The injury is taking its toll. Like they can't they can't make a run. LeBron injury knocked them out of playoff contention, and then when he's back, everyone else is injured. So it's just like they're just <laughs> they just been hidden by the injury. Did you button. watch any of that game last night? No, man. It's Lakers Celtics, which you know from a social consumption standpoint, you're like, oh yeah, let's watch. I did this. I fell for the same trap. You know what I spent most of the time doing as I watched two and a half quarters of that game? Googling the players that LeBron had playing with him. I felt bad for the guy. I think the front office did make a mistake. They traded one guy. Um, they traded one guy who was a center who was like developing. The, the Zubak guy. Zubak. Yeah. I yeah. was like, are, are they on crack? Are they on drugs? Like he was actually, like he had worked his way into the starting rotation. Yeah, I was, was like, this it was, dude is He was solid. Yeah. So I, I think there there's some, I felt like there was some offseason acquisitions because I, I, I question. I didn't question Rondo as much because I saw what he what value he brought to the Pelicans. I didn't question that as much. Playoff Rondo, you mean? Playoff Rondo. Thank you. Uh, There's a big difference. Lance Stevenson. 
Michael Beasley. Who? Yeah, that's where you go. Who? I just got. I just caught contact high from you saying Michael Beasley. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So they picked up them, and I'm like, yo, like this is odd. You well, know what I mean? These are serviceable guys. These are guys that can exist and make the Lakers at least average when you put them with LeBron. Have you been watching LeBron the past few years? Yeah. Who does he thrive with? Uh, at least one superstar. No, he thrives with shooters. Oh, yeah. Because he think about he, it. He crashes. He turned Bosch into a shooter. Kevin Love. Yeah. Like every like you got to play yeah, out on yeah, the wing and wait for him to throw you to rock right. because he's bringing two or three guys his way. Right. Right. He doesn't. He didn't have that on his. He had three good young people to groom and work around, but he brought no shooters with him. Okay. So that's that's. I felt like their 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 off season moves, their in their mid season moves were questionable, and I felt the injuries took them out. But Walker, and as we continue to move to our next topic, you knew as well as I knew when LeBron went to LA, they didn't have many expectations for this season. I we, thought there would be an A seed. I did have him as an eight seed. I need you to say that again. I had him say as it in English so the so our seed. listeners can understand you. Eighth seed. I had him as an eight. I thought it was going to get in as an eight seed. You're being for real right now. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't see that. Considering when the Lakers have come from, I, I don't think you insert LeBron into that, and you automatically get the playoffs in the West. But um, yeah, I guess my theory was right. But I, I don't. <laughs> you like that, don't you? Yeah. I um, I don't think there's any reason to panic if you're a Lakers or a LeBron fan like they you are. Some are. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a Laker fan. I'm you, not a Laker fan. I. You drove to New Orleans to watch LeBron play. Don't don't do this. Nad. Well, you, you didn't see AD. Well, that was your intent. And hence okay. my rant. Right. Okay. But the Lakers, we know, are playing for... Because the thing is, we want to see if they do this offseason, right? Sure. They, they got the cap space. Sure. They, they got they got assets. Sure. Let's see what happens. So, chill out with LeBron. He's still the best player in the in the universe. Um, whatever. Like, just just let, it, let him heal up. Let the season play out. Okay. Let's go forward. In the spirit of these basketball analogies, I'm passing the rock back to you. What's okay. our next topic? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> our oh, yeah. This one, this one not uh, let's just let's, let's, let's just go let's, at let's it. Let's be real short on this one. Okay. So in Idaho, and y'all gotta forgive us. Um, we don't we don't have the names of pretty much anyone involved in this situation, but some of you may have heard about the situation. Okay. Well, just support me with that if you don't mind. Uh, in Idaho recently, a uh, a young man who was accused of uh, shoving a coat hanger into into another human. I'll just leave it at that. John uh, Howard. John Howard is a person who who did it. Okay, um, I'm trying to find the name of the. I don't think they ever even give the name of the. I of couldn't the find kid. many names in the article, man. I'm I'm surprised you got that. Yeah, but um. Anyway, he John was, R. K. Howard. John R. K. Kid, Howard is the he, kid who got off. Okay, and you just ruined it. Sorry, <laughs> but no, he was accused of, of committing this heinous act against a um, African American male with a disability. Okay, and uh, yeah, he got off. Uh, people were outraged, as, as I was. Uh, also, I mean, I, I think the kid even admitted to doing it. You know, mm-hmm. and so. When I saw this, I sent it to Walker immediately. Like I sent it, I sent it to you before I even read the first paragraph, because mm-hmm. uh, I was just so outraged. I had to do something. And when I get in the when I get in a pinch, I usually go to Walker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
it, I, I'll, I'll leave that as, as my as my bring in. I'll, I'll be honest, Walker. As bad as this is, I am not surprised. I'm outraged, but I'm not surprised because this is just how it goes. Not either for us, man. Not either this is this, this, and I hate it. Don't I don't want you to think I'm for this, but. It sucks to just know that even in a situation as clear as this one, we still got to expect to be the worst. The, yeah. The worst. Right. Right. It, I'll put it to you this way. I thought the charge, I thought the charge was BS. Come on now. Like sexual assault. Seriously. Like this is the, that, that's how, that's how when I read it, I was like, oh, that's how he got off. They right. gave him a BS charge. The correct charge should have been aggravated assault. There you go. Now I like to see you. Get you don't have with, as much willow room. Don't with have that. don't have as much with that. But yeah, that charge there was bogus. And, and if I'm the family, I I should have seen the writing on the wall when they when they gave him that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, it's just it's business, just it's, business it, or politics as usual, as Jay Z says. So if you're looking for you're looking for a um, definition for white privilege, look up the article of the Idaho. Coat hanger, or was it? Is it that's all you got to search? Coat hanger incident. Yes, you just got to search Idaho coat hanger. That's the definition of it, right? And it's not to the fifth or sixth. uh, It's not just any black kid somebody selling coat hangers. Like disabled or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he was disabled kid. Kid kid had a disability, man. There's some sickos walking around with us, Walker. Sicko mode. Sicko mode. Absolutely. You don't have enough compassion in your heart. To at least let this kid Oh, slide. they had compassion. They had compassion. Oh, they had a lot of compassion for the white kid. Yeah, that's true. They had a lot of compassion for him. Just can't well, seem to get it when it's us doing something. Walker, one day. We're the thugs. Yeah. Okay. He cl- it clearly was in that situation, right? Absolutely. Um, one day we're going to get answers to all this. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to be on this side of my life, but there's going to be an answer at some point. I just hope I can I can hear it and make sense of it. This is the part of the podcast that gives our white listeners anxiety. And this uh, is where we talk about the racism, right? right? Starting with this story and on to the other one. Gotcha. Really? So so keeping with this great segue, Walker. Do, do, do you want me to pass the rock to you or you want me to pump fake and shoot you, it? I want, you, I want you to pump fake and shoot it, LeBron. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, hit, hitting a, a local nerve of... Uh, there's a local high school here by the name of Spain Park High School that had some uh, footage leaked out with some of the some of the students that attend this school with uh, racial slurs. You know, not just to black people, but to Jews as well. Right, right. And uh, th- these kids, while it seems to be at least on social media, the defense seems to be, uh, you know, they were inebriated. Uh, these kids were pretty honest about how they felt about blacks and Jews in particular, and the only mm-hmm. reasons we were here. So um, anyway, you 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 saw it, Walker. What what are, what are some of your initial thoughts about that? Same reaction to yeah. the previous one. I am not surprised. Gotcha. I am not surprised. And when it comes to now, you asked me about that incident, but then you wanted to get to the. Did you bring up the second incident? incident? Oh, we, we can. Okay. So so that, or do you want to do that? I, I, I'm, I'm not le- surprised. With I'm the learning kids. how to share these microphones. I'm not surprised with the that that. Who are you surprised? I'm not. No, me either. No one is. We know these kids are out here wilding and saying crazy stuff. Right. 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 Let's get to the second part. Okay. So the second part, and this this is actually, I'm going to shed some light on this, but um, Spain Park 
in in reaction to this to the media circus I kind of drew up from this video. They they then attempt to have um, a racial symposium, or I think is what they called it, to where they gave the kids a platform to kind of you speak know out. speak. Yeah. And um, a teacher was quoted by asking the question, and I'm not going to repeat it verbatim, but she wanted to know why. And this was a Caucasian teacher. Is is she or he? They wanted to know why black people could use the N word, but she couldn't. Her only mistake, she actually said the N word. <laughs> in 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 a day player and age, the, player of the week worthy actually. Seriously, uh, she's a nominee <laughs> or their nominee. Yeah. Um, in, in a day and age, you're a teacher with the youth at a high school with youth, and you know they they essentially being glued to their phones. You got to know a little better than that, right? Absolutely. I credit Spain Park for providing the platform, but I I kind of discredit the teacher for being. I guess overly authentic with her question, knowing the sensitivity of everything that has just happened around her, right? Absolutely. So, and I keep saying her; it could be he. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, your, your thoughts, Walker? Just don't do it, white people. Just <laughs> do not do it. Don't do it. You can you can come up with reasons for it. saying the n word. Saying the n word is the equivalent of touching a black woman's hair mm. it looks cool don't do it i'm married to a black woman and i don't even do it i don't even touch my <laughs> yeah you know what i mean <laughs> so it's just don't do it it looks it looks great it if looks something's like in her fun hair, oh I'm like babe you got something in your hair you i'm not be, getting it <laughs> you can be curious about it don't do it don't do it just don't do it one of the many benefits of being bald if i might add <laughs> Nobody's problem. coming at the door. No one. No, except me on a few time, few occasions, right? You're coming with artillery, though. Right. <laughs> but, but no, seriously, just just don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Don't do and it. it. And it, it's okay for you to be curious or even ask the question. Yeah. And I, I do feel like black people like us. We need to be a little bit more understanding of their curiosity, just like we expect to be understood about our curiosity of that side of it, right? But but I do, what I you're do think about there is a conver- or- What you're saying is we should have a conversation yes. and leave with an understanding of said issue. And I also believe there's order upon having that conversation. Agreed. That must be respected by both parties. Great point. You're not going to win anybody over if you come out just blazing the N-word and it's full authenticity. Cause now, cause now, you're right. You you've taken a conversation somewhere totally where it wasn't it, supposed to go. It, it sets off something. It's triggering. And and I hate to say it, but there's some black people that are gonna, not going to take it the the same way as others. Okay, facts. Just be safe. <laughs> respect the term. Respect the impact it could have on that person. Facts. Facts. You know. So facts. That, that, I think that's our only thing. Well said. Thank you. you. Well said. Um, I will like to say this. There were no names given in this entire article with the kids or whatever. There, well, it depends on just uh, if mm. you're li- if yeah if you're listening, keep listening because keep there listening. there were names Walker. What I w- okay, fine. <laughs> I just want to put a plug here that I would love to see this podcast take off. I would love to see our community, the Black community, have take ownership of media. So that we can tell our stories and tell things the way that they should be. I have a problem going back to the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson situation and how 
we know these situations occur in every community, but we don't see equal representation across the board when these stories are told. Uh, it seems like they're always dipping into the black community as a platform to tell these types of stories. Right. I don't appreciate that. Not that I'm defending anyone because that's not what this is about, but we need to see equal representation. Like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be the guinea pig to jumpstart this conversation. Right. I don't right. appreciate that can't, at all. Can't put this on and us. I think that comes from the standpoint of who's telling the story. And who owns the the media, who owns you know what I mean? Who, yeah. who owns the media, who owns this? They're telling stories and you're not gonna really sacrifice your own. I would like to see us get to a place because it's funny, when it's us, we're out there. Yeah. Our names are out there, yeah. our address is out there, our blood samples, previous employers. We're spread eagle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're out there. Yeah. And and I don't I don't see that same courtesy extended to us as it is to white people when they get caught out in crazy situations. Going back to the the, the EJ situation, we oh, never found out who the cop was. Right. Right? He was protected. Protected. Still so is. You you I, I just want to see similar courtesy extended when it comes to us. And I think that's only going to come when we start owning stuff. Uh, so that's just a little plug there. Gotcha. Um, and, and I just, I would like to see better representation across the board when these stories are told. It doesn't have to always be a black person. Let's talk about another white person in power. Hmm. How about that? Okay. But you know, you look at a whole bunch of rock stars who did crazy stuff. No. Even in their lyrics, they're talking about stuff that's questionable today. But it's okay. But it's okay. No right. one's gone coming from them. So that's before we move on to the latter part of our podcast. I just want to say I would like to see better representation, and I want to see some ownership to where we can give a balanced perspective to some of these situations that are occurring. Well, well put, Walker. Okay. All right, on to your favorite part of the recording, Walker. This is my favorite part of the recording. <laughs> yeah. This is really my favorite part. And I'm okay with that. Um, this is our... I don't ever bring this in. You want me to bring it in? Yeah. This is our shout-outs. feel right. This is our shout-outs. Okay. Um, we're doing something special today. I guess, I don't know if we want to do it the whole month or what. But we are we're going to in light of Women's Month. Yeah, hey, it, to to that I, I've seen our calendar of um our content calendar. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to do a good job of this this month. Wink, wink, hint, hint. That's privileged information that only Walkers <laughs> is uh, privy to. So I think we're going to nail it this month with what you're about to say. So this is kind of my my shout out is is I want to shout out a I don't think this one no I don't think this one is alive still okay but I think this is a dope because it's, it checks off so many boxes she's a woman but she's a black woman so this is also kind of like a black history kind of thing all right if you still got a hangover from that month if you are a medical professional particularly a black medical professional or just an overall black history buff, you likely have heard of Mary Eliza Mahoney. For those who have been denied tales of Mahoney's excellence, she's heralded as the first African-American licensed nurse. Mahoney worked in nursing for almost 40 years before retiring, but during her times as a, as a medical professional, as well as long after she was champ, she was champion of women's rights a trailblazer, not just as a black person, but also as a woman. Mahoney's story starts in 1845 in Boston, where she was born to free. She was born to freed slaves. Her exact date of birth is unknown, but she is believed to have been born in the spring. 
the National Women's History Museum notes. Even as a teenager, Mahoney knew she wanted to become a nurse, and she began working at the New England Hospital for Women and Children, which, as its name suggests, provided health care exclusively to women and their children. At the time, the hospital was also known for its all-women staff of doctors. There, Mahoney worked from the ground up over the next 15 years in jobs such as a janitor, cook, and washerwoman, while also seizing the opportunity to work as a nurse's aide. The hospital operated one of its first, one of the first nursing schools in the United States. And as you can probably guess, in 1878, then 33-year-old Mahoney was allowed to enter the hospital's professional graduate school for nursing. During the intensive 16-month training program, students attended lectures and got hands-on experience in the hospital. The program is rigorous, and according to the Women's History Museum, of the 42 students who entered the program, only four, including Mahoney, completed the requirements in 1879. In the same breath, she she became the first black person in the United States to earn a professional nursing license. Mahoney would go on to serve as a private duty nurse for the remainder of her impeccable career. She decided against public nursing because of the rampant discrimination there and became known across the East Coast for her efficiency, patience and caring bedside manner, according to the Women's History Museum. A staunch advocate for those within the profession, Mahoney became a member of the Nurses Associate Nurses Associated Alumni of the United States and Canada, later or, or NAAUSC, later known as the American Nurses Association in 1896. But she faced discrimination at that organization, which had a predominant predominantly white membership. So Mahoney took it upon herself to co-found the National Association for Color Graduate Nurses in 1908. Mary Eliza Mahoney is my shout out for this month or for this week and our my, uh, nominee for Women's Month. Awesome black woman. Black woman magic. You have it. Walker. Yes, sir. That is amazing. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. No problem, man. You know I'm a very needy individual. Never would have guessed. And before I get to my shout out, I need you to ask me a question. I'm going to give you the question to ask me. Okay. I need you to lean to your mic, Walker. <laughs> I need you to repeat this question after me. Mm-hmm. Gat. Gat. Who is? Who is? Shamaria Moncrief. Shamaria Moncrief. I'm so glad you, you're you're full of the good questions today, Walker. I know. Just Thank off you for- the hip. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. Well, Shamaria Moncrief not only is my shout out, but um, she is my, at least in this recording capacity, she's my current uh, example of Black Girl Magic, which we are uh, esteemed promoters of on this podcast. Absolutely. So Shamaria is a 24-year-old business owner ah. based out of Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. You want to know her story, Walker? What's her story? So... At the age of at the age of twelve, she started her own branding company, helping people introduce their brands to social media, Instagram, things of that nature. Did very well. Was very creative. um, Started her book of business very young age. Okay. So at fifteen, she uh, she was then you know she made some money. So she decided I you know I'm gonna take on my own cell phone bill right. And so after months of being billed, she saw the rate, she saw the price, she saw the cost, 
And she started asking herself, like, what is the deal with this? Like, what what are all these fees? Like, why why does it cost so much? So you know what Shamaria does? What does she do? At 15, Walker? Wow, what does she do? She starts to put down her vision of her own telecommunications company. Nice. Now, this didn't take shape till she was 23. But what I want to emphasize on is she had that vision at a young age. And she wrote it down, which is a very biblical principle. That's dope. Now, when she got to it. You you can you can say well that was seven years like who cares sure there was stuff I was writing at fifteen Walker wasn't that <laughs> it wasn't the tipping point podcast me either <laughs> so um anyway so Shamaria goes on to start her t- uh, telecommunications company called Tessix again okay. based out of Montgomery Alabama um she launched this in December of last year she had over thirty five hundred people signed up on the wait list nice. to bind to this business venture that she got nice. off the ground. Yeah. Dude, after being in operations with Tessix for about two months, they valued her company at $5.9 million. My goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Killing. Killing it, dude. Oh, that's and, dope. And and I'm not going to get into the semantics of how, how Tessix is um, unique from your Verizons and your AT&Ts of the world. But just know that what she's doing with Tessix is resonating in the terms of, you know, business valuation. That's so, dope. That's um, fire. Shamaria, <laughs> just, just because I'm into that, I'm going to find you on social. <laughs> We're going to link you up, and we're going to promo you to the best of our ability. So you you are my shout this week. Shout-outs to you. Keep killing it, girl. Absolutely. Keep killing it. All right. Let's get to the BS. All right. <laughs> player of the week. My player of the week goes out to Keith Smith and his daughter, Valeria Smith. Okay? You may have heard of these two. There were in Baltimore... Um, Last year, there was a tragic story of a woman who was killed by helping out a panhandler. Familiar with the term panhandling, right? So the woman who was murdered, Jacqueline Smith, the the story was from, from Keith that she rolled down her window to help a panhandler, needed some money. There was a scuffle that ensued. I guess the panhandler allegedly reached for her purse. And in the midst of the scuffle, uh, Jacqueline was stabbed. Oh, goodness. Right? In the chest. Uh, rushed to the hospital. She died She died later. Wow. Well, later on, like this story drew headlines, right? Um, even Oprah got wind of it because uh, it, it began to bring attention to the concern about panhandlers okay and should we you know stop to hand you know help people in those situations that you know can be perceived as sketchy well it came out recently that there was no panhandler what (laughs) the allegate that now it now the investigation has turned to keith smith and his daughter jacqueline's stepdaughter valeria smith as staging the attack and being responsible for her death. So basically, not only did this guy kill his wife, but he got his daughter involved, Gat. Now his daughter's in the system. Oh my goodness. For murder. Disgusting. That's now that's as advocates cool. for marriage, hey, 
there's been times where no, there hasn't been times. <laughs> I love what you never said wanted that. to kill my wife. Are you kidding no, me? No. Best thing that's ever happened to been me. Frustrated. Best thing to, that's ever happened to, the point, to me. But never even. But if you get that far, get you're gonna bring your seed no, into that? No, there's no way, dude. There's too there's too much on the line, man. Too much on the line. <laughs> too much on the line. Now your life is over, and so is your daughter's. Right. Keith and Valeria for going along with this. You're my player of the week. Well, Walker, and in resurrecting a uh, one of our lightning round topics, my player of the week is uh, Mr. Gordon Stewart. <laughs> Who is Gordon Stewart? Oh, great question, Walker. <laughs> I know, I right? See a trend here in the zone. <laughs> yeah. Gordon Stewart happens to be owner of Hoover Toyota. Hoover's here again. In Birmingham, <laughs> I'm so Alabama. glad I didn't mention this. Yes. Okay. So, um, old Gordo here. <laughs> uh, is linked to the Spain Park racial videos, right? So his daughter, Mackenzie, was one of the people seen and heard in this video with these racist and anti-Semitic comments, right? right? So actually, his daughter is the okay. His daughter is the is, is that the one who's clarifying the statement? Because someone says we hate no, Jews and we hate N words. No, I, I I'm not. I'm not informed on what her role was precisely okay. in that. I just know that she was seen and heard okay. in that. There was in, that in video one clip. of the stories I read, there was a female. I didn't know if it was her. Okay. It was a female was like, actually, Jews are okay because they're white. We just hate N-words. <laughs> okay. So I'm curious, was it her or was it another female? That, that but I continue. That okay. we don't know. It's irrelevant. Continue. Walker, you can see me. And um, what I'm going to do now is attempt to grip this mic. And in the other hand, I've got a gun. Okay? Oh. Not a real gun. It's just my fingers, okay? So I'm going to grip you the mic. You didn't have to and... say that. You could have kept the suspense going. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to grip the mic and kill you. <laughs> me? Yeah. Why? You're my friend. This is, this is something you do to me. I'm just going to return the favor. You, you were so bold about none of the names being uh, released in, in this story. Yeah. So maybe I did kill you. Maybe I tripped you up a little bit. <laughs> I'm still gripping the mic. Anyway, no, going back to Gordo. So uh, old Gordo here says, well, and uh, to, to a degree, I can kind of see because I'm a parent, but he's going to take this opportunity to, to ride for his daughter, right? Okay. He goes on to apologize on her behalf on Hoover Toyota's Facebook page. <laughs> that was brought to my attention. This okay. Week. So, um. I don't I don't know where where old Gordo, I'm gonna call him Gordo. I don't know where old Gordo got this idea. I don't know who he vetted this idea through, but I don't think this is the best way to go about this considering you think? Yeah, thank you. You think so? So so Walker, I'm <laughs> I can be fiendish at times. <laughs> so okay. so um I, I don't like to spend a lot of time on Facebook, but this was an opportunity for me to. So I kind of scroll through and this thing is get, getting hundreds of comments. Right. And so I'm just thinking, you know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm in marketing <laughs> thinking hmm, these are comments on Hoover Toyota site about racial comments made by the owner's daughter. This doesn't seem like it's good for business. Right. Absolutely not. So. You know what's going to happen now. I mean, this is again, this is in Hoover, Alabama. We know another racial event that happened in Hoover. Facts. So I'll let you guess what happens at uh, the 
I guess the next day after this leaked out on not leaked, but after this was published, don't on even Facebook, let me guess. Just tell me the Justice League shows up. Nice. Yeah. So they're protesting on the front lawn of Hoover Toyota. By but, Justice League, you mean not Superman, <laughs> Batman. Right. That Justice League is a local uh, organization here that um, and I don't think this is a secret because they're all over the media, but they, they're kind of behind all the protests and things like that going on in Hoover. They okay. they were formed around the E.J. Bradford catastrophe. Gotcha. Um, so so I'm going back to Gordo here. As as a dad, I'm thinking you want to protect your kids, right? Right. But there's something that differs between Gordo and myself, and I'm going to give it to you right now. And this will this will etch him as my player of the week and why he played himself. So given the situation, it's hard for me to do this, but if my son makes a mistake to the level. Of which McKenzie did, it's not gonna be me apologizing. It's gonna be him. Absolutely. Right? Because because Walker, it's it's deeper, it's deeper than the optics here. What I want ultimately is my son to learn a lesson. Right? Sure. Because if I go out and I clean up these messes for my son, he's gonna be groomed to think as I grow and mature. My daddy's always going to be here to clean up all the foolishness that I do, I, which in turn right. means I don't have to own anything. Facts. Right? Facts. This is not the young man that I feel like I've been blessed to raise. Right. So, uh, Gordo, thanks, but no thanks on behalf of the tipping point. Um, the, the, the issue is, and I guess most of the concern is, a lot of this starts at home. A lot of this comes from the parents. We feel like the, the kids learn from their parents. So, Gordo, if anything, if you want to post anything on Hoover Toyota's Facebook, admit to where you fell short in projecting these thoughts and images to your children. I'm done with this, Walker. Good luck, too, with business moving forward, too. Goodness. And I was just going to buy a Camry. Not for real. This Camry's a car. I drive trucks. You know, Camry's had nothing to do with this. I'm situation. killing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that was a stray bullet that hit Camry's. It has nothing against Camry's. If you're a listener and you drive a Camry, <laughs> on behalf of Gashry, I extend my deepest, sincerest apologies there. Dude, I would have to. That keep, was a stray bullet. Kia, the Kia Sportage, I think, in another yeah. episode. Goodness. You just get mad and just start shooting, I'm, huh? I'm disgraced. <laughs> That's why I love this podcast. Um, so when I leave here, hopefully I may try to cap uh, catch uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. Um, I'll let you know what I think about it. Okay. I've heard mixed reviews. Can, can I shout out Marvel real quick? For you, I don't think many people realize what they're really doing. This is not about the comics or the cinematic universe. Okay. Everything Marvel does is tactful, thoughtful, and calculated. Sure. Right. So, Black Panther launched last year in February. What happens in February? Black History Month. Captain Marvel launches this month, which is... Women's Month. Come on, Marvel! I'm saluting you. I'm not mad at you. All right. But I know it's deeper than aliens and galactic guns. No, it's very strategic. Very strategic. Very strategic. Strategic marketing. Will you let me and our listeners know what you think of it? Um, Sure. I'm serious, Walker. Okay. Okay. I want more than a thumbs up or down. I'll 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 be sure to share my thoughts. 
I won't have a chance to see it until September, so I'm 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 leaning on your walker. <laughs> I won't let you down. <laughs> All right, well, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. Um, listen again. This is a space where we freely speak our minds, whether you agree or disagree. We hope what you found and what you heard was entertaining. This is the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks for listening. Ha <laughs> ha.